Welcome to our last day of reflections. We have followed hashtag Live Lent throughout the season. It's Easter Day today, the 4th of April, and our reflection is centered on the words, on the sentence, I have seen the Lord. And we read from John's Gospel, chapter 20, reading from verse 1 to 29. Early in the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the, linens wrapping, the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and a cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes, but Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabunai, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and to your Father, to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. And after this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. 
If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called a twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and the Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Hannah Steele writes in Living His Story, her book commissioned by the Archbishop of Canterbury for this year's Lent. The story of the Gospel of Jesus Christ is the most remarkable we will ever hear. It is a story of redemption, sacrifice, and love with the power to transform lives. As we prepare for the celebration of Easter, we remember a cosmic turning point in human history, when death is defeated and new life is made possible in Christ. On that first Easter morning, God could have chosen to make the news of Jesus' miraculous resurrection known in any number of ways. He could have emblazoned a declaration across the sky so all could have seen it and not doubted its veracity. He could have had Jesus appear alive in the presence of the crowd who had bayed for his death. However, God chose the lips of ordinary women whose hearts were broken with grief, now erupting with joy, to be the vessels through which he could pass on this life-changing news. God chose ordinary people with personal stories of redemption and imperfect words to tell the greatest news there has ever been. God continues to use people like you and me to share the life-changing news of the gospel of Jesus. We are the ordinary people through whom God is bringing about a revolution of his extraordinary love. The mandate remains the same, but the context is different. There is no guarantee that our experience of witness will be easy. We should certainly not underestimate the challenges which lie before us. Our task is that of engaging in evangelism that is both beautiful and imaginative. We are to bear witness in a way that speaks to people's hearts and minds, connecting their stories with God's great story, so that in Christ they might find new life and meaning. Let us hear his voice this Holy Week calling to us, as it did to Mary that first Easter morning. Go and tell. As we seek to live the story of the gospel, we are privileged to reveal his extraordinary love in ordinary ways, putting our name to his story and inviting others to join us as we do so. There is no task more urgent or wonderful than this. 
Thank you, loving God, for raising your Son, Jesus Christ, to life again. Thank you for the difference his resurrection makes to my life and to your whole creation. Please help me today and every day to share this astonishing news through my life and through my words. Amen. Here ends our reflection for Lent. I pray that you have been keeping up with the actions. And this week we were asked to commit to praying regularly for five people in our lives who do not, as far as we know, have faith in Christ. And we were asked to look for opportunities to share our story with them. I pray that you were able to do that and commit to the actions we had the week with Ash Wednesday, as well as the five weeks following. Happy Easter. God bless you and your loved ones. Amen.